Hi there. We're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We at Volo are committed to guiding teens as they seek to create authentic relationships in our increasingly digital world. Once these youth experience the power of being in community and their vast capacity for connection, we challenge them to go out and make the world a better place. Our circle is open to every race, gender, sexuality, ability, religion, and background. Our podcast is a hub of inspiration for both teens and adults. Embers is a place where our teens share their stories as they navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood. We realize they've got a lot to teach us, but they hope for some good to us, too. Join us here as follow youth explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this episode, the teens dive deep and explore their relationships with the adults in their lives. They share ways they'd like adults to support them, as well as areas where they are craving a bit more independence. They also give us a glimpse into what they admire in parents, mentors, teachers, and more. Curious about what they have to say? Come along. So I'd love to start with a question, just for the two of you to talk about what you find most helpful in terms of the role that an adult would play in your life and what you find less helpful. So what are adults doing that you appreciate and what are ways they are interacting with you that don't feel as beneficial? I find it really beneficial when adults can find the line between helicoptering and being supportive. And like, especially like through the college process, it's like, Adults I don't even know are like, where are you going? Where are you going to school? Why are you going there? You shouldn't go there. Like, just oversharing their opinions. I definitely think the college thing is a common theme with adults talking to us about stuff. Like, it's definitely when you're, like, a junior or senior, it's one of the first things adults bring up when they talk to you. So, and I'm not, like, usually, like, super stressed about school, but college is one of those things that stresses me out, like, thinking about the whole process. And so, just talking about it isn't my favorite thing to do. So I think not focusing all conversation around that is definitely helpful. And I think I definitely agree with the uh, helicopter parent thing too. Like I can manage my own time for the most part. Sometimes I need some help with it, but I think that finding a middle ground between helicoptering and just totally disregarding what your kid has to get done is definitely something that's useful. As you to navigate your homework situation and your grades, what can we as adults in your lives do as we're trying to both kind of like hold on to you and let you go? You're kind of in this bridge age between childhood and adulthood, helping you learn responsibility, wanting you to be independent, and also wanting you to feel and kind of set you up for success. So I'm curious what we could learn about communicating with each other as you're saying these things like balancing between being a helicopter and being supportive, that sort of thing. I'm curious what advice you could pass on either to teens or to adults in their lives about how to communicate these wishes that you have, because I can speak for myself that often the communication happens in the heat of the moment, which really isn't very productive. So curious what, if you two have had any better luck or what you think 
how you might advise adults to talk with teens about these kinds of topics. So sometimes when like I don't want to talk about school, I'll snap at anyone who tries to talk to me about school. Like whether it be like my parent or my teacher, like literally anyone. And I have found that if you do like a check-in before you start a conversation about something like school or something that's causing like the teen stress and be like, hey, are you in like a mindset to talk about this? The conversation usually goes a lot better. That makes so much sense. It's so helpful. And, you know, when we're not in a, in a quote unquote space, that's the time to hear these guidelines or these ideas. And then hopefully what we can think before we just dive into conversations. I love it. So I'm curious for the two of you, what rules or boundaries your, your family, you know, what you were just saying about checking in is a great kind of boundary. Like, can you please ask me before we start this conversation? I'm curious about other rules or boundaries that exist in your family or maybe at school or on a team or something, but boundaries that you feel, yeah, that makes total sense, even if you don't always love following it. And others that you feel you really can't stand, they really are frustrating for you. As we look at you becoming adults, you might feel like, I don't need that rule or boundary. I, you know, I'm more independent than that. I think some uh, rules or boundaries that I actually think makes sense or like both my mom and dad will occasionally look at my grades and they don't, I think they do a good job of not focusing on like the number of the grades, but more like if I'm actually learning stuff. And so I, I think they do a good job with that. And so like occasionally, like probably once or twice a month, we'll just like look at my power school and look at if I'm missing stuff. And I usually am not, but it's like just good to check in and just make sure I'm on top of things. And I, like, for stuff that I don't like, I think that they're, like, I'm pretty independent from them. Like, I'm not always, not, I don't spend, like, a huge amount of time with them, but I think they let me be as independent as I want. So I think they do a good job with that, too, honestly. A rule that I don't like now, but I, it makes sense to me, is having a curfew. Like, when I'm out with my friends, like, and, like, everything's great and I'm having fun and I, like, look at the clock and I have to be home in five minutes... Like, it's, like, not the best, but I understand why they want me home at a certain time. So, like, it makes sense. I just don't like it. And I think I would not like it more if they didn't care if I was home by a certain time. Like, if they were like, yeah, just come home whenever, and they were asleep when I got home, I would be a little, like, I don't know if bummed would be the word, but I'm glad they care. I love hearing you say that. It's so mature, like, to both kind of disagree and be bummed out by it sometimes, but also ultimately to understand you would rather have it than not. Yeah. No, it's like, it's really nice knowing that your parents care. But again, it's like, I'm like, I'm at the age where they should care, but I can live, if that makes sense. Like, I can go run errands on my own. Like, especially this year where I'm like, I'm about to leave for college, but I still live here, but I'm trying to get that independence, but I want them to care. Like, it's trying to find that middle ground, which is like, not easy for everyone. I think you're right. It's a challenge for all of us, right? And kind of goes back, I think, to that communication piece. If we, the more we can talk about it, the better. Just recognize each other is in sometimes in a hard position, and there's no one right way to do this to be a child or to be a parent. Are there any rules or boundaries you set for yourself that feel good? Like, so maybe it's a part of be, becoming a young adult. But yeah, around the topic of boundaries, and maybe you were influenced by an adult or not, but do you have boundaries for yourself around anything that feel like, yeah, I know how to set boundaries, kind of practicing for when I get out in the real world? 
I don't see them as much as boundaries for myself as just like sort of things I do and don't really like notice like the clean room thing. I always like before I do my homework, I'll quit like either clean my room or make my bed or both if they're both dirty. And like that just makes me feel like I'm more together and I just do a better job on homework. I don't really know why, but that's something I have made a like common practice in my life and just getting work done too. Like I don't like to have late work and I like to have my grades above like a certain number. So I am pretty number oriented, which I think is I'm lucky about that because it's like grades are very number oriented, obviously. But um, yeah, those are just some practices that I picked up. Those are great. Yeah. In other words, you have habits that you've rather than boundaries, habits that maybe an adult one at one point influenced you and now they're your own. My like boundaries in social situations, I like just go by my gut feeling. Like when you said boundaries, like this is immediately what I thought of. But if I'm like, I have a pretty like good gut instinct. So like the second anything makes me slightly uncomfortable in social situations, I like back out of them right away. And that is something that like my parents have told me, like, if you have a gut feeling, just don't. And like, that's something that I've had, like, it's helped me a lot of times. I love that. So speaking of positive influences of adults, I'm curious if there are adults in your lives who have been what you have hoped for, what you would want in someone supporting you. And you don't necessarily need to name them. You certainly can. But I'm really more interested in what they have done that's been helpful, recognizing that most often it won't necessarily be the parent. So yeah, just adults in your lives who have been what you hope for in terms of support. What does that look like for you personally? Obviously, my parents, like 100%, like anything I've ever wanted, they've like helped me accomplish. I'm like forever grateful for that. Like they put a roof over my head, like that stuff. But from like emotional support, sometimes when I need a break, I'll go to my aunt and we can just like sit down. I can go over to her house and just hang out. And like that little like mental break has been something that's always helped me. Same with my like her husband who like would take me surfing it's just like sometimes you just need a break where an adult isn't asking you to do anything and that's what they like offered me which is really nice so nicely put how about for you jasper what do you look for in the adults in your life who are you're most appreciative of this support they give you yeah i would also say my parents definitely it's kind of a given like they're always supporting me and stuff i want to do also i have great teachers this year which is a nice change. I haven't had like earlier in the year, I switched one class, which switched like half of my schedule and it made it like 10 times better. And I just have like, I've never, for example, I've never liked history. It's been like one of my least favorite subjects. And I still generally like love to learn about history rather than like math and science. But I have a great history teacher and it's been like 10 times better because of their way of teaching and just like, they're not super great and like get all your stuff in at this certain time, like oriented, which is nice because it's more revolved around or more surrounded about like learning and not like grades and assignments. So that's been nice. Maybe it's a, too big of a generalization, but it feels like what the two of you are kind of getting at is it seems like these adults kind of let you be you or they see you. Yeah, like they're concerned with the you, not what you're doing or not doing or I don't know. I'm just kind of a they're not pointing out stuff that you need to be getting done all the time. So I'm curious, as you reflect back on the past little over a year of COVID and the pandemic, knowing that we're not through it yet, but we're certainly emerging, I'd love you to reflect to yourself and share 
if you think the role of adults for you has shifted at all during the pandemic? In other words, kind of how you've relied on adults, what you've looked for in adults. I don't know if there are new adults that play a, a more important role or yeah, anything just as we, I like to kind of pause time and capture this moment. So we're in a pandemic and I wonder if you've sensed any shift in the role of adults in your life during the pandemic. And also if you think it may go back to something that was. I actually feel like the reverse happened during the pandemic where I like, I stopped leaning on adults. Like I stopped leaning on my teachers to tell me what to do. And my parents for telling me, like, I just kind of found myself during the pandemic, which was really nice. And I don't rely on adults as much because when you're kind of like alone with this group of people, you need to find your own way to live that's different from theirs in order to like not go insane. So I definitely like distanced myself from adults, the adults around me and found my own way to be, I guess. I just want to check my assumption. You have seen this as a positive thing. Yeah. I've seen this as like a really positive thing that when given the space, kids will find themselves a lot more. Thanks for clarifying that. Jasper, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, I like, that sounds like great, but what has happened to me has been somewhat of the opposite. I found that it's like, I'm around adults a lot more, not as recently because I've gotten vaccinated and been able to like be more independent, but just being like always in my, like, I just find myself in my room a lot because if I'm with my parents, it's very like what we were talking about. Like they're always, or they're like saying stuff you need to do. And so I've found that it's harder to be in, as independent from them during COVID because you're always around them. But it has been really nice recently because it's been a great change because I've been able to be more independent and not always in the house. Just, you know, if there have been these changes and they've kind of been come about because of the situation of the pandemic, which is obviously different in everyone's lives and families. So now you're in a certain rhythm of how you are with the adults in your life in the pandemic. And I'm curious, as we emerge from the pandemic, if you think you'll stay in that rhythm or if it will shift back to how it was before. I definitely think it'll stay in the rhythm. I think my family before, like there was always like, my family has four people in it. So there was always one or two people who were distant and then like a core two members that were really close. And like that would change and go back. But I think like, I hope it stays the same because we've all learned how to like be together, which is kind of nice. I think for me, it's already shown that it has been changing from when it was like in the middle of the pandemic. Like just, I mean, technically we're like, we don't have to be at home all the time now. And so I think that it's like let it like coming out of the pandemic or emerging from it has let everyone be more independent. And it's, I've seen like a positive change in dynamic for like my family. So I think it's a positive change, but I do think it is changing. That's terrific. I'm an optimist. So any silver linings coming out of a pandemic are good things. And speaking of good things, as you two slowly enter adulthood, I'm curious if there are adults who are in your lives who live the way that you want to live. Maybe not everything they do, but you look up to the habits they have or the ways they are. And can you describe that? Because, you know, this is, you really are kind of forming your identities and your habits and becoming who, you know, kind of growing into who you will be. 
And it always helps having people in your life who you admire. So I am curious about the adults in your lives who can you talk about what you see in the adults you look up to, um, how they are and the habits they have. And I really look up to the adults in my life who are more enjoying life for what it is and less focused on the life like society is projected. Like the adults who are like chasing happiness and not money are the ones that I'm looking up to right now. Like my aunt has a friend who just travels wherever he wants to go and works as a teacher wherever he wants to go. So right now I think he's in Thailand, but he was just in Argentina and he lived in Colorado for a while. Just like he's just kind of more chasing what wants to experience more than working a nine to five. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But it's just I admire the fact that he's kind of thrown the normal life plan out the window and... I think he's happier because of it. And I look up to adults who are chasing happiness, I guess, and not settled. Yeah, I'd say recently at our school, we did this. You meet with someone who has a job that you're like interested in going into and you talk about it with them. It's a little changed during COVID, but I talked to some people who have professions that I'm interested in and just sort of learned about their general lifestyle, which is really interesting because you know like the technical things they do with their job but you don't know how they live and how the work-life balances and it's cool to explore that because you want to also know that for your future and your sort of your de- desired lifestyle which is sort of i think what sylvia was talking about like chasing happiness and not chasing money so if that's like your desired lifestyle it's definitely reassuring and, and nice to know that before you're actually going into college and we also just we did this like virtual thing with our school that a bunch of different people with different jobs came on and uh, it was Yarmouth alumni that actually came on and, and uh, talked about their general lifestyle, their jobs, all that stuff. And it was super helpful to learn about different types of the jobs that have different types of lifestyles. So that was cool to look at. It sounds like a great opportunity and yeah, that you can kind of pick and choose from when you're with those people, what parts of their life you could see living in your own, you know, adapting to your own life. So I'd like to end with, this is like open mic, and it's asking the two of you to share what you wish adults knew about what it felt like to be a teen today. Because while there certainly are parallels between really any generation's childhood and another generation's childhood, each generation has its unique aspects as well. And your generation is certainly no different. And so, yeah, what would you share with adults to help them understand what it feels like to be a teen today. And in sharing this, my hope is that it helps us as adults see you and honor you and kind of meet you where you are, maybe in better ways than we have been. I think the number one thing I wish adults knew is like, we just want to be heard, like in so many different ways. Like we already have like, I feel like in the past, there's always been a lot, like, the traditional respect from teens to adults. Like, you have to respect them, which a lot of times would mean not speaking. But I think at this day and age, like, we want to be heard for what we're saying. Like, if I say I don't want to talk about this right now, it means I don't want to. Like, it's not if you want to talk about it. It's like, I want you to hear me say I don't want to talk about this. And I want you to listen and comprehend it. And, like, it's not a sign of disrespect if you don't want to talk about it to the adult. It's just sort of, like, something with yourself. And they, I feel like they sometimes have a hard time seeing that. Yeah. And I think another thing adults, I want them to know is, like, if you're a parent, your kid is grateful for what, like, you're doing for them. Like, 
they may not say it, but they are. Jasper, would you add anything to, yeah, what you'd like adults to know about what it feels like to be you and your generation? I think, I mean, I know it's stressful for everyone right now, especially during the pandemic. But yeah, I'd say like just coming back full circle, just it's really, really helpful for kids if adults in their lives find a middle ground of helicoptering and and staying out of their lives. And I think, I know it's hard to do, but I think that's just sort of a number one like rule or suggestion in my mind. I appreciate hearing you say, I know it's hard to do because, you know, we all, when it comes down to it, I have to believe we're all just doing our best. Not just, we are all doing our best. And so to kind of weave together what you and Sylvia have said about she wants to be seen and you do too. And you are also seeing adults and recognizing, you know, it's not easy finding our way. Well, I want to thank the two of you for taking the time today and for your candor and your honesty in sharing your thoughts and feelings. Because even though it's a different generation, we all, I think, remember how both challenging and exciting it can be to be in high school And so to hear your perspectives and give us a chance to think about how we might interact with the teens in our lives is really a gift. So I want to thank you for that. And I would like to end our podcast as we end most follow conversations by asking each of us to select a word that describes how we're feeling right now. I think my word is satisfied. I'd say relieved. My word is listening. Thanks so much, you two. Really enjoyed our time today. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Like what you heard? We invite you to connect with us at followmain.org for additional ideas and inspiration. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time, take care. Thank you.